0: You're gonna be like the table garbage disposal. Yeah. Nice.
1: You tip the table with your mouth open at the end. <gasps> ah.
0: Yeah, and then they just like have like a scraper. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. <laughs> Very efficient.
1: <laughs> hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is Giddy Up and Go Andy. <laughs> and I'm actually sitting at a table across from Andy. Yeah. This is uh, a, a, a oh. exciting treat.
0: It's a pleasant surprise.
1: Well, it's also funny because usually, I guess I've only seen you maybe twice since you moved. That's
0: not true. Really? Yeah.
1: I saw you like a month ago. Yeah. And then I saw you Christmas when you came time. up to Christmas.
0: And then, I don't know if you remember this, but I officiated your wedding.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've seen him a couple of times. And but then, it, and then like, I don't know. I feel like
0: I saw you a couple of times when we were moving, like in the middle. But I always
1: pod. joke, like, should we record a podcast while you're there? And you're always like. I have no time to do that, you know, and I also just want to see you or whatever. And then this time, Annie's like, let's record. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. I was waiting for the "but um kind yeah. of like the joke, but no, no, you no. were serious.
0: Yeah. And I asked you this morning, <laughs> like while you were probably already at work.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we didn't have a lot of time to prepare.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you, you like had one in the chamber. Yeah. Like... I
1: mean, it's something that we've been talking about a little bit. Yeah. So. yeah well, so.
0: well, you want to do it? You want to start and talk about <laughs> what we're doing or?
1: Yeah. So I we're gonna do some herbal liqueurs today, mm. and what's kind of sparking that is, I am on a journey with my friend Edgar.
0: They they know. Wait, was Ed, Edgar was never on a podcast?
1: No, he was on the schedule, and then you were mm. like, "I'm moving." Okay,
0: okay, look, Edgar had, was on the schedule for like had to a, recall the, the
1: a year. long list of Edgar people that was on, that on the list schedule say, for a year. Hey, remember that uh, exciting? Oh my god! Uh, that exciting. <laughs> podcast schedule lineup we have, could have i been. gotta cancel yeah
0: yeah that schedule that schedule is hot 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 and
1: you really missed out because i have i've had his empanadas that we oh. were gonna have on the uh, podcast and they are delicious i'm is sorry man because if it's not empanadas he's gonna be like that's the fighting. wrong thing yeah
0: yeah <laughs> what are we drinking right so now? anyways so we're gonna do
1: uh herbal liqueurs right and it's because me and edgar are on a journey to create our own herbal liqueur someday
0: you weren't just giving it like literary flair like you've said journey a couple times at this point oh really yeah yeah you mean it and that's awesome
1: yeah i mean it's gonna be a long process and i don't think we'll fully be able to do it until we can distill why because a lot of herbal liqueurs are
0: oh based on like the distillate
1: during like during the distillation process flavors Mm -hmm. are added in some of it's added in during the fermenting process, okay, and then distilled, so the flavors change. So we're only adding flavors after
0: to so like a neutral spirit. Just a neutral that's spirit. Like so like neutral I think milk.
1: We're trying yeah, neutral milk her or no, I don't her know. spirit. Yeah, her spirit. Um,
0: <laughs> so you're you're just trying to do like a post distillation infusion yes.
1: to basically it's basically infusion instead of uh, herbal liqueur of some sort. You're kind but I of making. Think we tea. can kind of try to find a flavor profile that we like Mm -hmm. that then after that we can start messing with like basing things on how how we would add it into Mm. and what steps those are in
0: it'd be cool to like really sharpen the stick for like one liqueur like if you were to like get your liqueur right on one thing that'd be great right
1: yeah well what started me on this kick was two things i guess one was Every time we did a botanical liqueur on Snackdown, it was always super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Like, this has 40 botanicals, 50 botanicals. Chartreuse has 130 botanicals. A little much. That's always, like, so interesting to me. Like, one, the process of how they figured all those flavors out and how all those come together to make a unique, balanced, but complex flavor. And so the histories and stories and, like, I loved always tasting those when we were on Snackdown.
0: Do you think though that, that at a certain point they've been stacking flavors and perfecting things for so long that there's like a level of like redundancy? I guess. Um, like they've been like building on a recipe, and it's like you don't want to like risk deleting something from the mix. Like why like ruin something that's a good thing? And and when you can like rack up, you're like saying like why don't they take some away
1: and add? And well, or just take some them away. Well, see that's what I'm. It's funny because when we're when we messing with stuff it's always like lacking something so i'm like next batch i'm gonna add mm-hmm. this and gonna but it's add add add, add and so right? I, that's probably what happens is you add 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 the problem is we're making it in such a small batch yeah that there's just like not enough liquid mm-hmm. to keep adding
0: sounds like you got a case of add nice it's add add
1: <laughs> so anyway, so is this anyways, the first one yeah so anyways the the second reason that I wanted to get into it was I went to St. Urban, which is a restaurant here, and it's one of the, it's like a tasting menu. So we did a, I think me and Yul just did at that time, the seven course tasting mm. menu. Mm-hmm. And once you hit a certain point, you get into like the more like after dinner dessert kind of mm-hmm. part. And then they give you a new menu of like wines, dessert wines, and there's digestives on there. Right. And this was a, it's called Monk's Secret Liqueur. And I was like, Ooh. Snackdown, I'm always interested in those types of things, so I got it. It's actually made in South Carolina, I think, mm. which is kind of crazy because yeah. most of them are made in Europe.
0: Produced and bottled by Salute, LLC, Greer, oh, yeah. in Greer, South Carolina.
1: And uh this only has, it says over 15, which means probably like 17 or 18.
0: What does that mean? What do you mean?
1: Botanicals. Oh, so okay. there's not that okay. many. Yeah, I, mean, I think me and Edgar are already up to maybe 20. Over 15. Yeah, yeah. which means somewhere in between. Because every herbal liqueur is a secret right it's just like part of it but they me and edgar you. kind of want to break that mold if we ever become a brand and be more open as to what's inside and just
0: say exactly what's in it
1: not exactly but like one of the things that we're really into is like a- edgar's really into alchemy mm-hmm. and i'm really into the old world knowledge of like herbs that people used to have do you think of it- like the uses the medicinal purposes all those types of things so i'd like to kind of lean into that and like and Kind Share of like that more
0: and like I mean there's like a level of like open sourceness, right? like that's like such a cultural thing going on.
1: so anyways, once I tasted this, mm-hmm. I was like, this is perfect
0: this is this is something that sets you really yeah. like this is this part is two perfect. of the journey this is or of, the, of, the, of the of the
1: complex it's super complex, it's the most balanced it some of the ones we've had you know have they have a very strong anise flavor. yeah, this is the most balanced a hint, but not
0: right. it's present. It I'm is. looking at it right now. It's very caramel. And there's caramel. like... It's thick. Caramel? There's... It is thick. Look at the legs on her. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's sediment floating
1: in it. Yeah. It's cloudy. It's so funny because we had... On our first batch, we had lots of sediment. And then I'm like, yeah, this is gross. And I strained mm. We strain it now like double strain. Wait, wait. And this I, is yours? No, this is not mine. i Then I looked at this one. I'm like, oh, I never oh, noticed okay. this one had sediment. Mm-hmm.
0: You're so, like, that's okay. All right, let's try it. Give it a little tasty. Mm-hmm okay what the hell's going on here <laughs> it's good it definitely has like honey or something in there
1: so don tasted it mm-hmm. and he's like it reminds me of like a chamomile tea and i was like oh i could kind of see i could see tea. some of that
0: yeah yeah it definitely has like the anise and maybe even kind of like the remember that absinthe that we had that had like nettles in it, mm-hmm. it almost kind of like tastes like a little bit like that
1: so here's something interesting i uh we've been like make making our herbal liqueur i've been Mm -hmm. reading a ton about herbs and stuff Mm -hmm. we tried something and it was kind of like numbing the mouth a little bit Mm -hmm. and there's something in tarragon what's tarragon tarragon
0: is that another one of your stupid board games (laughs) (laughs) Tarragon. come on it sounds like a board game name
1: (laughs) that is a good board game name you okay. guys have some tarragon tonight? Yeah. Oh, we already played that last <laughs> I got the new tarragon <laughs> expansion. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: 40 cards, add to the pile.
1: <laughs> no, I. Uh, there's something in tarragon that it's there's a chemical mm. that makes that numbing effect, and it's the same numbing effect as in Szechuan Pepper, which is in tarragon, mm. which is an herb. And so Edgar didn't have tarragon, uh-huh. and so he made his with Szechuan Pepper mm. instead of... The way I made it with tarragon, and you couldn't really taste pepper, but his was delicious. It just had I mean, he only numb. had a little bit in there, but technically, chemically, it would be doing the same thing, which is kind of interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. They don't, do they, they don't tell you anything about what's going on in here. No,
1: yeah. So I was wondering, maybe you would know.
0: Okay, probably not. But
1: what would be the best way to like train yourself to taste flavors?
0: What? Like, what do you mean?
1: Like to be better at being like, oh, I taste basil and I taste honey in this and you know like um and then if you so say you wanted to figure out like if you wanted to taste ours yeah would it help do you think if you like took a little bite of basil and tasted it and then said oh yeah I do taste that in there
0: um okay I think two things and I'm probably totally wrong but cooking with those herbs I think is huge because you can smell them and taste them when they're uncooked and then you can kind of like smell them or taste them when they're maybe boiled, you know, baked, whatever. Hmm. Like rosemary. Like I know what rosemary tastes like. Can you kind of like imagine what rosemary tastes like in your head right now? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, like a savory sort of thing. Um, it just comes with experience of just like working with that herb in like a lot of different ways. Yeah. You and I don't. I don't necessarily have a lot of experience working with like anise, right? Like mm-hmm. in cooking, but it's such a distinct flavor. Right. Yeah. Like this probably has some anise
1: in there. But this is the best one. Usually, like when you have anise in a liqueur, mm-hmm. it's very forward. Like anise is the first thing. Mm-hmm. This I feel like it's the most well blended anise.
0: You know what this probably has in it? Clove. You smell that? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I wish I was so be- much better at tasting. This is my problem with my even my herbal liqueur. Doesn't like, it? Doesn't mm, it kind?
0: Doesn't but. it kind of taste like and smell like clove though?
1: A little bit, yeah. But see, other people and what I've learned is. If you like a flavor, I feel mm-hmm. like it's harder for you to define those flavors. If you don't, you can pinpoint, and pick that it flavor. apart. Because in one of my batches, I had cardamom. Mm-hmm. Yildiz does not like cardamom, mm. and she can taste it. And I'm like, "How do you tasting the cardamom?" Like, I don't even smell it. She's like, "I can smell and taste the cardamom in that." I'm like, "It's so weird. It's so small. Like, it was so little cardamom." <laughs> and then I made another batch, which is the one one of them we'll try. Uh, there's some clove in it, very mm-hmm. little. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, does this have clove in it? Because I'm tasting, like, the smoky. And I'm like, I don't taste, you know, like, I'm just tasting, like, a good flavor. I'm not I'm not the best at pulling out specific flavors.
0: So if this has 15, ing- 15 ingredients or 15 herbs, let's see, 15 aromatic herbs, I would guess that one of them is clove, one of them's anise, one of them's sort of like a nettle, sort of, or like, kind of like minty, but... Mm-hmm kind of like nummy mm-hmm. flavor. That's all I got, honestly.
1: What's interesting is I think there's not a lot of herbal liqueurs, which mm-hmm. is why it's kind of interesting to me too. Because mm-hmm. like years ago on Snackdown, I talked about like getting into making bourbon. Yeah. But there is like a billion bourbon <clears throat> now. Right. But like herbal liqueur is not something that's huge. And especially in America. And as I've been reading like herbs... A lot of the herbs that are most commonly used in herbal liqueurs are European. Like, European like, herbs. can only be grown in Europe? Yeah, a lot of them are not common to America, North America.
0: I wonder if there's, like, a sweet spot, and maybe this is it, that would, like, emulate, like, a lot of, like, European seasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, right, you've got, like, a little bit of elevation, yeah. kind of a shorter summer.
1: But that's the know. thing. So that's where I'm in the weird spot of, like, I'm reading it like, oh, this is good. This is, like, commonly used. Like, this would be cool. But then I'm like, do I try to get those? Mm -hmm. And then am I just making the same thing? Or do I try to, like, go all, like, break away from that? But then it's, like, a harder process.
0: Does Edgar have room for a garden? Does he have a garden? He's
1: growing some. And he's growing, actually, he's he's growing wormwood right now. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because he wants to try to make a... Absinthe? Yeah.
0: You should. You guys should, like, kind of put your heads together. You know, Wormwood
1: was banned up until, like, 2003. What? Wormwood.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So ridiculous.
1: Because they thought it was, like, a psychedelic or something Well, they blamed Wormwood for why absinthe was causing people to go so crazy. What was it? But absinthe at that time was, like, over 60% alcohol. Mm. Now they're, like, people were just drinking too much. (laughs) It was, like, way too strong. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then, like, so, like, absinthe... And like the kind of like bohemian, you know, lifestyle, like it was kind of like that alternative lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They were probably like smoking opium. Yeah. You know, or whatever. And that's probably also what was going on.
1: Like there's some studies and debates on like the chemical compounds in Wormwood and but nothing is like clinically proven. Right. And really, they're like, it was probably because it was very strong alcohol, way more than anything else at the time. And people were drinking too much of it.
0: I think if someone if someone was truly able to get high off of Wormwood, Wormwood, people would be getting high off of Wormwood right now. Sure. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't think there would have been like a sharp drop off. Yeah. It's not like it's something that has like so much. It has
1: that psychedelic power.
0: Yeah. It's something that has like a lot of like mystery around it. Right. And it's got like this like build up and story around it. People would be like injecting wormwood if it was actually doing anything
1: exactly because people would do shrooms now yeah they're doing all sorts of stuff yes but not wormwood yes (laughs) they're like oh it's banned right now yeah like (laughs) someday fingers crossed we can grow it yeah
0: yeah Yeah. we've got um you know support groups uh yeah i don't i don't i don't see it but i think that what you guys should do is maybe kind of like look up a bunch of aromatic liqueur herbs like the most Mm -hmm. common say the most common like 10 yeah and then kind of like or or actually look at the most common 20 and then maybe dial it to like one what you can grow in this area two what pays to be like fresh yeah and then just focus on maybe like well, seven I, or ten of them
1: i thought it would be cool to also i mean i'm i always am thinking way too big and like in the future like if i was a you company dream big, you
0: know, big man dream big
1: it would be cool to have seasonal herbal accords
0: mm. yeah
1: you know what i mean so you're because saying that like, drinks
0: sometimes have a seasonality to them?
1: <laughs> I'm saying plants do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that go into drinks.
1: Like if you were using more like cranberry, nutmeg, cinnamon, yeah. right. that kind of thing, you'd have your like Christmas.
0: That's just a cocktail at that point. And then you're,
1: yeah, I don't know. All
0: right, I want to drink yeah, yours. so let's try. I want to drink So yours. mine
1: is, one, it's steeped and infused after the fact. Sure. And it's going to be a little bit weaker. And it's a test. Fine. It's Fine. a test. Fine. So... Uh, We'll take a very quick snap of the finger break. I I don't even know if I have the sound effects anymore, but I'll try to find them.
0: We'll just kind of do like a little... And we're back. Hey, have I... <laughs> have I seen you since I got Hey Dudes?
1: No. What are Hey Dudes, Hey Dude? Do
0: you know those like loafer things over there? Um. Dude, they're so comfortable.
1: I should have known it was a, a new clothing product that you were going to push on me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a real clothing lifestyle guy, aren't I? Why
1: don't you make a quick Hey Dudes commercial right now?
0: Hey, have you ever wanted to wear Crocs, but you didn't want that, like, garbage bag feeling in the middle of summer? Try Hey Dudes. They're fabric and you can throw them in the wash. And they kind of look like they're, like, an old sofa. Try Hey Dudes.
1: (laughs) If you like wearing old sofas. (laughs) (laughs) That that didn't really sell me on it, but...
0: um. Come on, man. It was just on the spot. We're going to try like a little, uh, some oysters. What do you think,
1: what do you think the like, the inflection of like, of hey dudes is? Is it like, hey, dude. Like, you know, no, when no, it's no. like someone's cutting in line. I think I, uh. Or is it like, hey, dude.
0: No, I think it's just like, hey, dudes. Hey, dudes. Like, no, no, no. Like a big drop. Hmm. Not like, I thought hmm. it was
1: like, at first when you said, hey, dudes, I was thinking of like farmers.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That would lend it Large to.
1: Large hay fields. And right. we're like, we're the hay dudes. <laughs> Are your horses hungry? Are you tired of them eating your lawn and your old sofas? Give them hay! Horses don't eat sofas
0: (laughs) and old sofas. You're thinking of goats.
1: Ghosts?
0: Goats. Goats, right. Isn't that the
1: beer we had with uh, Travis?
0: A goza. (laughs) Dude, you know what's screwed up? Gozas are like, and we've tried them again. A goza is like very dry. It's not mm-hmm. like a, this, like, super power... You need,
1: like, a smoothie goes on. Yeah.
0: All right, I'm going to try uh, So,
1: before we try my herbal accord, Andy, mm-hmm. we're eating smoked oysters and triscuits.
0: Mm-hmm. Shout out to my Canadian brother, Bryce Bauer, who, um... He will, like, eat oysters sometimes, and for a while he thought it was an American thing. Turns out it was just a my brother thing, Tom. And, um, we go up to the cottage in Canada a lot, and I don't think these guys necessarily have, like, too many American friends that they know. I mean, maybe they got a couple... But for them, it's hard to tell. They're like, is this like a stereotypical American thing? Eating oysters and crackers? And it's not, is it? Is eating oysters and crackers a stereotypical American thing? Is that
1: where oyster crackers came from, though? I don't think so. The name? I don't think so. But where do the name oyster crackers come from?
0: Maybe it's because they look like oysters.
1: Aren't they just like hexagons? Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 Mm-hmm.
0: But they're like about the same size, right? Oyster cracker etymology?
1: An oyster looks just like a clam.
0: Well, the origin of the term is unclear, but it may be that they were originally served with oyster stew or clam chowder, or possibly that they look somewhat like an oyster in its shell. Weird. That's not true at all. No, it looks not like not a clam. All. Hey, you want a clam cracker? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I can't wait to try this. So, the others have labels. What's like the base liquor on this? Or am I just gonna have to try it out and
1: So this look? is vodka. I just tried one with brandy. Okay. To see how the flavor would change. But those were both kind of ruined. But we'll talk about those when we get to those. Okay. I wish we had one of Edgar's because I think he did a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of like messing with it.
0: I gotta say like on the nose, it's kind of bready or like rye.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: Do you smell that? What do you think about the color? I mean, the color's there. It's like, um, it's certainly darker and way clearer than um, the, monk, mm-hmm. the monk's secret. No. What is the monk's secret? That he's like not celibate? Or like, what is that secret? That he drinks?
1: I still think it's funny that monks are distilling all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they drink it. Mm,
0: pretty sure monks drink it. Okay, what's going on here?
1: <laughs> so you can definitely tell it's a uh, hair watered down.
0: This is heavily inspired, in my opinion, with some Middle Eastern... Really? Like, yeah. No. Yeah what's in this i have no idea what the is it good yeah
1: what's your main flavor note do you think and i took some advice on you on for this one actually Mm.
0: oh did you kind of like do a boil down and get some vegetal flavors i tried nice so this has some like interesting base flavors and interesting middle i think it's like lacking that kind of like there's something like lemony flavors you need so not not necessarily not necessarily complex so, even if there is lemongrass in here, it doesn't have that, like, jump-out flavor, mm-hmm. right?
1: So, the problem that we're having, so... What is in this? <laughs> um, there's lots of herbs.
0: So okay. The
1: base is, like, um, there's basil, there's sage, there's mint. Mm. There's a lot of mint. There is thyme.
0: Oh, my God. You just, like, went through the... Did you go through the whole spice
1: drawer? <laughs> no.
0: Is this um, fresh stuff, or, like, was it fresh, dried? Fresh. It's all fresh. Okay.
1: And then there's... um. What I did following your advice to try to get some more complexity is mm-hmm. I boiled and simmered mint, mm. but then I added some lemongrass and sage to that. Okay, it smelled amazing, and I was like, "How do I capture this smell?" Mm-hmm. I did it for about 15 minutes, and I I think the mint like you shouldn't simmer mint longer than 15. It said online because it gets bitter. Mm-hmm. But after that,
0: that's kind of what it, you wanted. It though, had a right? good
1: color. Mm-hmm. But taste-wise, it was like, eh. Yeah. So basically what I did was there's a honey syrup that you make. Mm-hmm. But instead of just putting water in, plain water, basically that is the water I simmered with all that stuff so that the honey syrup would have like a little bit more of like an herbalness to it. An herbality. Yeah. And then I added that into my normal mix. There's a little bit of cloves. There's anise. There's a almond. So I I, I toasted almond and put it in there there's fennel, and fennel has similar flavors to anise.
0: hmm I'm impressed by this, honestly. So here, here's what it has going for it, right? The color, it's got a cool color, right? Yeah, it's got and a I, And color. I think that's gonna happen a lot when you, get, when you maybe put some honey water and then put herbs in and kinda cook them down and stuff like that. The mouth feel and like the visco- viscosity is actually there. Sure, like, maybe if you add more herbs or whatever, it'll probably get more viscous, and that's fine, too. Viscous, by the way, means resistance to flow. Oh, nice. Did you know that?
1: Vocabulary word of the day.
0: <laughs> Did you ever watch Pee-wee's uh, Funhouse or whatever it was?
1: Uh, Maybe, like, once. Okay,
0: all right. Well, they had, like, a word of the day, so if, like, you ever said it out loud, like, everyone would be like, ah, and then just, like, run around. No? Okay. I don't know. But it definitely has that going for it.
1: So here's the thing. What I'm learning is, from reading... Mm -hmm. each ingredient releases its oils and flavors in a different way and in a different amount of time. Okay. So herbs can release their oils by steeping for like 10 days. Okay. But spices like uh, bark, root, nuts, that can be like three months. So having all these ingredients in there for the same amount of time doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to have release their flavor. So there's almond in here. There's like like the fennel seeds that I'm putting in there. There's Mm -hmm. something else, like even like anise.
0: What if you... um,
1: I've thought about using like teabag type of things mm -hmm. and taking out or adding in what what would be easier is if I did the nuts and stuff first and then after a certain amount of time added the herbs in. But then there's another thing. That's true. When you're talking about the different stages of fermentation and distillation, Some things like fruits don't stand up to like heat. Mm. So a lot of fruits and stuff are added after the distillation process. Mm -hmm. But other things are added in during fermentation and during distillation. So it's learning at what point in the process from the beginning to add the flavor and all that. So doing it the way we're doing it is still not the best
0: test. There's got to be a chart.
1: There's got to be a chart. And also, like you said... When you suggested that I simmer mint, that mm-hmm. I'm missing complex flavors. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it too, is like not just like all the ingredients doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's how are you uh, like attacking each ingredient and how mm-hmm. are you getting the flavors of that ingredient?
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can only like, I kind of just categorize things as being like a really base flavor and then kind of like the middle flavor and then the flavor that just jumps out at you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, what do you think the main flavor of this is?
0: Honestly? On the nose, it's bready in some way. (laughs) It is. It really is. It's bready in some way. When I'm tasting it, that kind of like tingly, kind of minty sort of flavor jumps at me. Because like, that's not just a a smell. That's like something that's like tactile. Like Mm -hmm. you can feel that, right? That's not just like a, that's not a flavor. That's not just a smell. It's, It's tactile. I think that, I think like the jump out like on the top. Flavor is kind of... I mean, I think that's where you're just going to work on it, right? Yeah. But yeah, like that That first smell, it's like bread, rye bread, sourdough, like something like that. Not quite sourdough, but like definitely like a rye. What about the sort. flavor? We, I was just talking about the flavors.
1: <laughs> we were talking about the smell.
0: Oh, I mean, like honey, like it's got like a sweetness to it. Yeah. 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 So
1: that's what I've also wondered about is like dabbling in different sweets instead of honey. Mm.
0: I mean, honey is like a traditional sweetener. Though, it is a traditional right? sweetener. Right? So if like... I were, was
1: wondering if like... I almost did, but I'm like, I, I can't. Like uh, molasses instead of honey.
0: Hmm, that would kind of have more of like a Caribbean sort of, yeah. You know.
1: So yeah, at first, it... I was like, how do I get sweetness? And what I really think what we what we really want now is to find citrus notes and bitterness, mm-hmm. like with, it like, has with a like
0: peels, like orange peels or something like that. Yeah. Have you done that?
1: I think Edgar did. Mm. I have lemongrass in here. I smashed lemongrass, which is mm-hmm. very strong. It's so funny. Have you ever smelled lemongrass? Uh, yeah. It's like a citronella candle. And mm-hmm. I can't think of it in any other way than... Like... I
0: wonder if it just jumps out too much, though.
1: But I don't think I'd really taste citrus in this. But another yeah, good way to find, get citrus is, like, there's a lot of herbs lemon and nuts that have undernotes of citrus. Oh, and yeah. And cardamom is one of them. Hmm. And so, again, I'm like, this I think I need to put the cardamom back in. She doesn't agree.
0: She's like, <laughs> no! And you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pull up the cardamom
1: <sighs> Nice Let's pull, right. Do I have to pull this cardamom over? <laughs> <laughs> nice
0: <laughs> I can't wait to try the other ones
1: So those are worse Well, Great. they're different. different This is the most recent one I made
0: Dude, how good are the oysters? Right? They kind of hit the spot
1: I give them a hey plus
0: Yeah Hey dude, get in my mouth <laughs> Nope, we'll try that again
1: Are you tired of oysters getting into your old couch? <laughs>
0: Send Annie and Justin, and they'll eat them up for you. (laughs) Nummy, nummy.
1: Who needs a vacuum?
0: I skipped breakfast for this.
1: So these two here Uh are the same exact recipe, but one is is brandy, one is vodka. So maybe just a little tiny little sippy of of each, each, so you can taste, taste, and see if you actually taste a brandy difference.
0: Okay. So these are both 10 days steeps, it looks like?
1: That's basically what we've been doing. Yeah. By the time I go to strain this, it looks Uh disgusting. Yeah, it's a slurry. It's just a slurry of like old herbs and like the nuts kind of like leak that milk. Nut and milk. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I'm like, this is gross. And then you strain it, and it's a nice color.
0: It's kind of. It kind of reminds me of like what uh, milk punch looked like. Mm-hmm. It looked like vomit. It yeah. like did not look good at all. And then you start drinking, it and you're like, mmm, that mouth I know.
1: I was in Montreal earlier this year, and I was like, where do I find the milk punch? And I uh, couldn't find it. And I texted Scott and I was like, hey, I'm in Canada. Do you have any suggestions of where to get milk punch or at least like what I should eat? And his suggestion was to eat some steamies.
0: What are steamies?
1: Steamed hot dogs. And apparently that's a thing in Canada. He's like, it's a huge street food thing.
0: That sounds awful. And the people
1: I was with was like, we're not eating hot dogs. (laughs) And I was like, but steamies, guys.
0: (laughs) We were were on the way back from the cottage coming down to New York Mm -hmm. and... They've got chip wagons everywhere. Hmm. Do you know what a chip wagon is?
1: I'm assuming it's a wagon that sells chips. French fries. Oh wow.
0: But yeah. Same I mean same thing, right? So they sell chip wagon or they sell chip wagons. <laughs> it's a chip wagon wagon. <laughs> <laughs> you can start your own franchise. <laughs> um but dude, I had so much poutine, it was amazing. Poutine's great. Yeah. Um, let's do a little rinse. Yeah, we'll do a little Try uh a little bit. Of we'll each.
1: take a little break. We'll do a little rinse. We'll try a couple of these.
0: And, you know, just like uh, living, dead oysters don't have legs. And I'm just going to go walk up and pick up some more.
1: Nice. All right. We'll see you in a little bit. We're very much out of practice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we've got two here and some more oysters. Mm -hmm. This is the same recipe, different base. So there's a vodka base, brandy base. So go with the vodka base first.
0: Which is this one. This is vodka base? Yep. Bready. What's up with the bready?
1: Similar ingredients, but I added a couple different things, and some of them overtook.
0: Hmm. What the hell? (laughs) Vanilla.
1: Vanilla. Overtook. vanilla bean in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And... It, like, overtook everything. There's also cardamom, which all y- Yolas can taste in this is cardamom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> this Cause... is very, like, Christmassy, though, because mm-hmm. there's, like, cinnamon, vanilla, nutmeg.
0: I would say, at least for me, again, it really has that base of this one. I would say if you wanted to do a true sweet one, because to me, this flavor is kind of like a bready rye. I don't know. I don't know if it goes.
1: So, like, what I was trying to do was I love, my favorite thing about scotch Mm -hmm. is that, like, vanilla undertone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that comes from aging in American oak.
0: This is a blanket of vanilla.
1: Yeah, so it's (laughs) only a little bit of vanilla bean, but vanilla bean is very strong. Yeah. And once I tasted it, I'm like, No. It's all vanilla. I wanted subtle vanilla in there. Oops. And it was all vanilla. So after that, the next one, I'm like, I'm not putting any vanilla in there. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is like, even though I'm not aging it in barrels, I can put oak chips in here Mm -hmm. and it will do the same thing. Have the same effect. Yeah. The the effect that I want.
0: Did you put oak chips in the one that we tried already? Okay.
1: But yeah, vanilla.
0: Get some medium toast French oak chips. The vanilla and the cardamom Mm -hmm.
1: really overtook this.
0: They jump. Yeah. Maybe what you should do is to find... Do you have like a li- liqueur in mind that you're like I want to base my liqueur off of? Because I think like no matter what you're going to try to reach, you know, Fernet mm-hmm. Branca. If God forbid that's what you want to make, yeah. And you're not going to hit Fernet Branca, but maybe you're going to like kind of do something a little bit different, even though you're trying to reach it. Yeah, you know? I think
1: that's what. I, So I've talked to Edgar about it, and I'm like, Yeah, like what's we your? Could, we what's could your... spend like 20 years just messing with things, but you we have to like define. Do we want some either a very specific flavor profile mm-hmm. like we want a like citrus with like bitter undertones mm-hmm. like something very specific or we have to come up with a like a region like let's make something with only new york herbs or something like that or we have to come up with like Oh yeah, like, that'd be cool. something like that you said and kind of like base it on something else mm-hmm. So we have to define what we want Otherwise, it's gonna be what we're doing right now and just like trying a di- bunch of different things.
0: So, per Tales of the Cocktail dot org, monks were always trying to find a way to preserve botanicals. Mm-hmm. Um, so they started to put them in alcohol and keep them longer. And then they started adding honey. And then they were bored because they didn't have any like you know sexual partners and they were kind of isolated in their little <laughs> area. This is me. I'm just riffing here and just thinking about it. I think at first they were like, gosh. This mint is just like, you know, gone at this point.
1: So are you saying abstinence creates herbal liqueurs?
0: Um, yeah. Cool. A little bit. <laughs> and sometimes herbal liqueurs make babies, you know? True. Right? So I think that's probably how it started.
1: Jaeger definitely has created oh, yeah. so many. <laughs> so is Red
0: Bull. I think I think these monks or whatever, like creating the herbal liqueurs. Because I, mean, I, I, mean, I don't think it started by Christian monks or whatever monks. Like I think people have been making herbal liqueurs for a while,
1: very long time.
0: But then you start adding like 130 herbal liqueurs. This became a game show. I mean, think about it. All a bunch of monks spin the
1: wheel, right?
0: Or, or, but, or, or rather, just like a bunch of monks like chilling out.
1: <laughs> Saffron,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or it was like a spelling bee almost. Okay, Bartholomew, you know uh, Matthew did a great job. Uh, you need to guess. Uh, what herbs are in this? And they just kept racking that shit up, right? <laughs> yeah. and, the, and then Bartholomew was like, well, how many herbs were in this one just so I can kind of keep count? And they're like, more than 15. <laughs> and, and then he's like, oh, you'll never give them away. And so then like he gets them, right? But like you talk about like one having 130. That sounds like a fricking high score to me because <laughs> they just kept racking it up. Thoughts? Could be probable?
1: <laughs> I just think like like right now, like I continue to add, like mm-hmm. it's lacking something, it needs something mm-hmm. else. Lacking something, it needs something else. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. I think that's how they kind of grew. But also but, a lot of it when you're looking, a lot of them start in history mm-hmm. as a an actual medicinal tonic.
0: Sure. Maybe the advantage that the monks had over you is this is all I'm trying to say is abstinence. Now, I'm not recommending that. I
1: was going to say, like, (laughs) do you think I'd really crack the code? (laughs) (laughs) Yildiz comes home from Turkey. Why is there an air mattress in the stuff? (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) just working some stuff out. Here, try this. (laughs) More karma.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Back to the air mattress. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right so try the brandy version and okay. see if you taste the difference because i wanted to know if like a, a because brandy distillate. has a sweet va- base which this was not the right one to try mm. on, because vanilla was already a lot
0: banana you smell really? that yeah smell that banana
1: you know i think i did smell it the other day with yildiz and i was like banana no i don't smell it right now
0: really oh banana big time this is it man Oh my god, banana so and oysters. I
1: was, I've Holy been reading,
0: shit. This is the cure. Oh
1: nice. <laughs> Should we pull out Fernet Bronca? Yeah. I've been reading a lot of like herbal liqueurs right. or herbal books. Okay. And I've been reading a lot of like scientific names. Mm-hmm. So much that my like brain was scrambled. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Ba na na and I was like, Oh, it's banana. <laughs> it's <like laughs> reading all the, like my brain didn't read it as banana anymore.
0: Banana. Yeah.
1: Banana.
0: Alright. Here's my recommendation. I think you should come back to this, uh, the brandy one. Do the same one. Add about a fourth amount of vanilla bean. You're good. (laughs) Really? Trust. Yeah. I think you swear you're going to do that.
1: This recipe.
0: This recipe, a fourth the amount of vanilla bean. This is a holiday drink.
1: (laughs) It's pretty good, right?
0: Yeah. This is the best one.
1: Really? Yeah. This is the worst one. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's just too, it's not complex.
0: Oh, it is banana, net <laughs> banana nut bread not <laughs> complex. Banana nut <nanana> bread. Banana nut
1: bread. Banana. You could sell this. Really? Yeah. But see, now I needed to learn how to make brandy. Dude, hear me out. Will you move back to New York and create this drink with me? Um. Well,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you have any half and half?
1: You want to add a half and half to this? Just
0: hear me out. Question. I don't. No. Oh. Milk? No. Ah, oh, dude, I w- you know, you got some neighbors, right? Could you do like a neighborly thing and be like, oh, do you guys have any eggs or anything? Or like, but instead, hey, do you guys have any half and half? We're trying to do like, that's my best Canadian accent. Sorry, Bryce.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can look in the fridge. I'm pretty sure I don't have anything. We'll do a little snappy. Um. Okay. See if there's cream. And I also want to have you at least try one more. Sure. Not of mine. Okay. Uh, I got a couple more here, but we're obviously not going to drink all those.
0: Let me try some banana bread again. <laughs> yeah, this is banana bread.
1: You taste banana bread? There's yeah. no banana in it. You,
0: you can't tell me, you, you can't try to correct me when you said three days ago, you literally said,
1: hmm, banana. <laughs> I smelled it. I don't taste banana at all.
0: Yeah, well, whoever smelled it dealt it, bud. <laughs> it's banana on the nose. And then this kind of like um allspice nutmeggy type thing, like in the flavor.
1: You ever think a uh, like casino dealer ever gets that joke? What? About like the smell that dealt it because he's like dealing cards. Oh hmm.
0: maybe. If a kid's like asking their parents, they're like, Hey daddy, can you like come back away from the casino table? That sounds like that's pretty sad actually. <laughs>
1: that's a very sad story. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Be uh,
0: Be right back. <laughs>
2: Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: And we are we are you
2: the
1: nation? Okay. Can we quickly uh, have this? So those? Andy made us put some cream, heavy cream, into the heavy. brandy herbal liqueur. Heavy cream. It kind of looks gross, but let's give it a go.
0: Come on, that smells good. Doesn't this smell
1: good? It's pretty good. Too much heavy cream,
0: <laughs> dude. That's definitely a buy. Say you throw some ice in there. <laughs> Almost like a white Russian.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That That is very good. Thanks. What do you mean thanks? You made all of it. I just found heavy cream in your fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't think I've got any dairy in there.
1: Instead of a white Russian, it's a white monk, maybe?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it.
1: All right, so this is the last one we'll do. There's <laughs> a bunch more, but we can't do any more, Otherwise, we won't be able to drive. Yeah, I've got to climb um, tomorrow.
2: <laughs> this right. is
1: uh, Mauro Montenegro. Mm-hmm. And this is Yola's current favorite. And it's an herbal liqueur. There's 40 different botanicals in it. And you'll taste a little bit of like a burnt orange peel kind of flavor. Did you
0: say 40 different botanicals in it?
1: <laughs> botanicals. <laughs> so the <laughs> other thing that I need to work on on mine is not just flavor, but aroma. Because the aroma that I have on all mine, I don't like the smell of. But like, smell this. So much better. Same with like the Vaccaro we had.
0: It almost sounds like a rose flavor or a smell to it. It's very floral.
1: So some, the orange, some ingredients know. that I've learned are added just for aromatics mm-hmm. or just for specific things and not just like flavor. Mm-hmm. Like coloring. There's a lot of ingredients added for coloring.
0: So when I brewed, you know, what's the biggest things with brewing, right? It's water, yeast, barley, and then hops. Mm-hmm. The hops portion, you could add hops during the boil, and that, I w- that would increase the IBUs. And international bitterness units which is what that is and you'd maximize that you know and you could do it at different times in the boil and that would increase or decrease how bitter it was you could add it right as it's cooling you could pitch it it's called pitching or you could add and that's kind of like a wet hopping or you could add it called dry hopping uh, and you could add that like you know at certain some point during the fermentation process or after it's mostly fermented so that it basically doesn't like blow off all of these like delicate flavors. Or, or, or aromas. Hmm. Anyway, it just kind of reminded me of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's give this a little taste.
0: Yeah, this is very floral. I like this. this
1: is very a lot. Good. So we usually drink this. A lot of these herbal liqueurs say to serve on ice. Mm. And they're very good on ice, but I feel like a lot of the flavors are muted on ice. Mm-hmm. I think they're way more complex when they're not. So Absolutely. So I, I like drinking them when not on ice. But they become more of like a dessert drink, I think, when yeah. they're on ice.
0: Mm-hmm. So to me, I think this has like some of kind of like the base characteristics of like an herbal liqueur in, in, the, in the aroma, mm-hmm. but I would say it's predominantly floral and then like a little bit of that, like you were kind of saying, like that burnt orange smell uh, to Yeah, there's smell like a little it. bit of burnt
1: citrus kind of.
0: Mm-hmm. But the, the orange portion really comes out in the flavor of it because it has a real rindy flavor to mm-hmm. it. Would you agree with that? Yeah. It's strongly rindy.
1: So that's what I'm trying to get in mind is I want rind and I want like fruit skin. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want like the sweetness of fruit and like the, the citrus, like the fruit of the citrus. I want like a, like a rind and a fruit skin's like tartness.
0: You know what you should revisit? Hmm. Plum wine. Mm-hmm. Remember the plum wine had like that real like skin, like plum skin flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Some of them did. Uh, it's a good, go listen back to the plum wine episode, episode 53. I'm just pulling that out of my ass. So you're going to have to search a little bit.
1: Man, back in the day, I would have known exactly what number. Really? uh, I don't remember now.
0: It's been a while, Justin.
1: (laughs) It's been a while.
0: Nice. (laughs) Who's saying that? Um, Wasn't it like stained? stained? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. What do you think he's stained?
0: I don't want to (laughs) know. Hopefully it comes out in dry cleaning.
2: (laughs) Hmm.
1: Good though, right? Yeah, but The more I like keep getting these herbal liqueurs, they're so delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're not more popular. So it's funny because, so Jägermeister mm-hmm. is an herbal liqueur. Mm-hmm. And I, coming from not drinking, getting drunk in college on Jägermeister, like approached it differently, I think. I approached it in the more German way mm-hmm. as like treating it as a digestive.
0: Like a German holiday.
1: Yeah. And so I tasted it. I think it's a really good flavor. We had it in like cocktails. So Edgar was one that got drunk a lot on Jägermeister. And he's like, I can't even smell Jägermeister and think it's... So how can he
0: come at these?
1: And so like all of these he really likes, but when he would smell Jäger, that was his memory. And so I tried to like make him rethink Jägermeister Mm -hmm. as a botanical. And so he came over once, he's like, make me a good Jägermeister cocktail. And so I made him the German... Vacation or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> he loved it. It
0: was a German holiday. And that
1: was his, like, go-to cocktail. What was and in so, that again? It's ginger liqueur mm-hmm. with Jägermeister. There's uh, Angostura bitters, I know. I can't remember what, what else is in it. It's very good. But he, that was like, he's like, this is my go-to cocktail now. And he got Jägermeister, and now he uses it in our things. And I think he's, like, kind of, like, rethought Jägermeister, and he's able to, like, taste it for, like, I think Jägermeister's delicious. Yeah. But I can understand once you get sick on something, you... It's hard leave. to revisit. Yeah. And that's, so Jägermeister's
0: not like this, like, it, it's going hard in yeah. one direction.
1: But when we did our when we did our podcast episode on Jäger, that's how it was branded. Like, that's yeah. how it was sold to the U.S. Because they were trying to sell it to the U.S. And it was mm-hmm. sold as a party, party drink kind of. Yeah. And it was mostly drank with, like, Red Bull and in that kind of a sense... Uh, i just went to boston with joel Mm -hmm. and his girlfriend alex and i was talking about this stuff and i mentioned jaeger and she had the same reaction like i've had too much jaeger
0: like a visceral sickness gross and Mm -hmm. i'm
1: like no like jaeger is actually good you just you've had this you know what someone likes to (laughs) hear
0: oh you you have a visceral sickness from it it's actually good. You're just doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> People love to hear that. So wait, you went to Boston like twice recently, right?
1: Yeah. So I went to Boston. Well, I went to Boston in October. Uh huh. And then I just went to Boston to see Sigur mm And they were playing with a forty-one piece orchestra. Okay. Mm. I had the best lobster roll
0: mm. I ever had. So much mayo in that.
1: It was so good. good and I hate. I think probably because of Snackdown. When mm-hmm. we go to a new place, I hate just like eating at a chain or eating at a like touristy yeah. spot. Yeah. I Where'd have to you find like eat? a real place. Did you go to Yankee? And so we were both very hungry, and there were restaurants. It's Boston, so there was like restaurants right across yeah. the street. And you know, this, you know, she's like, well, let's just eat at one of them. I was like, oh, wait, like let me look real quick. And I found a place. I didn't like read much about it, but mm-hmm. it was called Row Thirty Four. Okay, we went. We had the best. Uh, the best lobster rolls, but they also had like smoked salmon. Hmm. They had like, it came with like a little bread and like hot kind of smoke. like yeah right. a little bit of like, it wasn't like capers and cream cheese, but it was like some sort of like a little bit of a cheese and you'd put it on the bread and there was like smoked salmon. It was delicious. But then the lobster roll was great. They had a regular like a hot buttered lobster roll. Cause I'm hot, hot buttered lobster roll. roll. Right? And then that- they had <laughs> another flavor that I had never heard of. It was like grandma's something or I, I don't know. Okay. So I, was like, I kind of wanted it, but I was like, what is what is in this? Let me look it up. So when I looked it up, this restaurant was listed in like one of the top places to get mm. a lobster roll in Boston. And that was like a handed down recipe from a grand, like someone's grandma, the chef's grandma, It had like mayonnaise, I think, but it had like a pickle and like...
0: tartar sauce, maybe? I don't know exactly,
1: but so that's the one I got, and me and Neil just kind of like shared each other's a little bit, and man.
0: It was the best lobster roll you've ever had? It was like
1: mind-blowing. That whole meal was great, so Mm -hmm. if you're in Boston, go to row 34.
0: Was it like right on the piers? No. Oh, Oh.
1: bummer. It was good, though. Dude,
0: yeah. (laughs) Oh, real quick. I don't think I've mentioned this before, or on the episode. Dude, we're going to get into sailing. Yeah, you and Andy me.
1: keeps telling me to get into sailing, and he keeps like selling it by that we could sail around the world.
0: Not now, right? Like eventually. <laughs> we could. We could eventually. It We'd could. probably want a pretty big boat if we were to sail around the world.
1: So I read a book by Joshua Slocum. Okay. Uh, called Sailing Around the sailing World. Sailing Around the World, something like that. Mm-hmm. He was the first man to circumnavigate the world in a like one mast or a very small little sailboat. Yikes. It's a really good book, but mm. he just set out on a little tiny boat and went around. And like the... soloed it? Yeah, solo circumnavigated the world. I mean,
0: he like stopped in ports and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay, that's good. It
1: was that's a good, good book, but yeah, he solo circumnavigated the world in a small little sailboat. That's pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool to like kind of go up and down the Intracoastal waterway and like maybe to come up How long do you think whatever, it would
1: take but... for you to sail to New York?
0: From North Carolina, a mm-hmm. couple weeks. Wow. Like, think about it this way it doesn't matter how many sails you have on your boat, you can only go as fast as the wind is going, mm-hmm. ideally.
1: And then there's also yeah, like water.
0: Right. You have water, you have a lot of inefficiency. There's
1: a lot of like water, what are they called? Like the way that water travels, because that's why the trade routes were Currents? created. Yeah, I guess. Currents, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But there's very specific trade routes around the whole world yep. because that's where the ships travel mm-hmm. because of the way that the water goes. Of currents, yeah. You yeah.
0: you know, you, But you really can only bank... You can't really bank on going a lot faster than, than air. And you know what? I'm probably going to come back and refute that claim, especially with currents. But um, yeah, I mean, so it's kind of a slow-going thing. But I think if you've got a little bit of time and if you just enjoy being out sort of in the middle of nowhere and... Like I would love to I would love to sail and like catch fish at the same time. Like just on the back. Like the priority wouldn't be like catching fish. When you
1: would ever have time to do this.
0: So when I'm 65. Little no no no. Little (laughs) like little weekend trips here and there. Like to like really get my, you know, hands on sailing. Mm -hmm. And then um,
1: So is your sailing itch raising above your climbing itch?
0: I have an interest in both.
1: Hmm. So a sail a sailboat with a climbing wall would be your ultimate out.
0: Climbing the mast. Oh, oh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll show me your boat, and I'll be like, "Why is your mast have a big crack up through it?" Mm-hmm. Because I only crack climb.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs>
0: or custom made crack, or or I could just really clamp down that halyard quite a bit. You know what I mean? And then just <laughs> kind of climb between the two
1: of them. Halyard?
0: Yeah. Nice. You know what that is?
1: No, but I know like a halberd, isn't right. that, like that Like spear, kind of. Thing. Yeah, and that's
0: pretty similar, except <laughs> it in, in words as a word. <laughs> it's pretty similar as a word. Howler just pulls up the mainsail, hmm. or actually pulls up a the, jib. The,
1: Are you familiar with your jib?
0: Yeah, do and you, one, do if you it, like the
1: cut of the jib?
0: Once a jib goes, you know, far enough, then it becomes a Genoa. You know, a what? A Genoa.
1: Hmm.
0: But yeah, dude. I mean,
1: it sounds oh, like a really? uh, like a girl's name. Genoa. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hi. um... Yes, Genoa. I'd like a spiced latte with... Actually, it's Genoa. (laughs) I don't know if that was rude or whatever, but...
1: Are there any Genoas out there? Give us an Instagram (laughs) direct message.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Report us. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but then like reefing, right? Like reefing is a totally different thing too. Reefing is like taking your mainsail.
1: I thought reefing was like when you're getting high. Yeah, that is legal in New York now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We figured we weren't going to discuss it, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely legal in New York.
1: But isn't that reefing also?
0: It is reefing a little right. bit, a lot. Would of you it.
1: reef while you reefed? Um, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, it Usually not, means a higher no wind. No double reef.
0: It's a higher wind situation. Hmm. I probably wouldn't reef while reefing. <laughs> yeah, look, well, I think you're, I think you're on the right path. And look at, there's an elephant in the room. Let's just talk about it. We didn't hold up to our once a month sort of thing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We said once a month, maybe back in February. <laughs> right, right. And so I can oh. guarantee you probably we won't hear from us again till the new year.
0: Okay. All right. Easy, bud. Easy. <laughs> so here's one that I think that we can do. Mm-hmm. I think we should do the one with like agua. Was it agua fresca?
1: Aquavit? I want to do that too. Which one's that? Agua fresca. What's that?
0: Uh, Maybe I'm thinking of the one that you're saying. Aquavit? Is that the chickpea water? No. I want to do the chickpea water. Chickpea water? water? Yeah. Hmm. yeah basically we like make
1: a lot of chickpea water around here do you because hummus
0: oh yeah dude so you can take that chickpea water and that can replace egg whites in a fizz weird yeah That's that means it's anti-friendly
1: so you can make like a boston sour whatever that is yeah chickpea water yeah nice
0: you want to do that next we could so I, here's, here's we my should thought. also
1: make chilean hot dogs because they're delicious
0: is it kind of like your boiled or whatever steamed the hot steamies? dogs? Steamies?
1: No, it's way better than that. I can't this is Scott my bo- recommended oh, that. There's mayonnaise though.
0: On a steamy?
1: No, on a Chilean hot dog.
0: I can use veganaise. That's yeah. fine. Um, Scott, look, man, I'm not trying to offend you or anything like that. We do miss you. I'm not trying to alienate any of our snack pack. Um, I'm also sorry that you broke your leg. He Missed broke me. his leg. Yeah, and he had like kind of like the little wheelie walker thing. Now there's so many options for people when they break their leg. They're not just like. Oh, do you want to have permanent nerve damage from using a crutch? I'm like, well, yeah, sign me up. (laughs) Um, A
1: wheelie? That's cool.
0: Yeah. Sometimes they just look like a peg leg. (laughs) Um, Quick shout out to my Canadian neighbors, the Bowers, Nikki, Chris, Chad, Philip, Pace, Lori, Sean. Greg. Greg.
1: Chartreuse.
0: Bushes. (laughs) I mean, Bryce, obviously, right? Bauer, right? Nice. Okay, so, so next two episodes, we're just dreamboarding this. Agua Fresca, right? Or whatever that is. And Chickpea
1: then, water and Chilean hot dogs? That sounds like a title oh right God. there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just named itself. <laughs> um, and, then, and then I want to revisit... I think we should come back to this.
1: That means you have to come back up here. Thanksgiving. Oh, cool.
0: Give thanks for our friendship, bud.
1: I got a couple more ideas in the bank.
0: All right. Justin and I are going to go get a hot dog.
1: We are actually going to go get hot dogs. (laughs) But not steamed.
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, they'll be like, "Uh, what do you want to drink? And Justin will be like, I want a root beer. And I'm like, I want chickpea water. (laughs) All right. Later, Gators. Thanks for listening.
1: Cool. Uh, Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, I don't really have an uh, outro because really, uh, just check us out on Instagram because that's really all there is. Uh, I think Facebook still exists, but I can't even access it, so... What? I really? only update uh, Instagram. Nice. So check out pictures of weird glass bottles with not much liquid in them. Yeah, just um,
0: you know, if you see a if you see a loved one while you're listening to our episodes, just just hug them with consent.
1: Yeah, hug them with consent. Look for the yeses, not the noes.
0: Listen to Midlake. Right.
1: Listen to Midlake. Tune drink, in for Harp. Drink some herbal liqueurs.
0: Harp is gonna have their new album coming out. Harp. Harp. If you want to listen to Midlake, listen to the album The Trials of Van Occupanther
1: hmm, Nice The That's Trials a, of Van, Van Occupanther Bye Bye
0: <laughs> You want me to call it? Hey <laughs> Oh well if if there was a time for mic bleed this is like